Um, I'm going to start with the set-aside prayer. God, please set aside everything I think I know about you, God, the steps, the recovery, the best, the big book, what's best for me, what's best for others. Especially help me let go of all my old ideas so I can live on your spiritual truth. Heavenly Father, thank you for your grace and mercy on me. Help me to glorify you by carrying your message. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I'm uh, doing another home podcast, and um, I'm going to look at the spiritual checklist that's on the site, experiencethebigbook.org, and if you go to the site, you'll see, uh, on the, it'll say resources for recovery, and under there is uh, the spiritual checklist. And actually, uh, when I started doing the meetings, almost 14 years ago. As those familiar uh, with me know, I uh, learned the program of recovery from the big book from Joe and Charlie, and they had a uh, handout that they would give, a PDF, and I printed it out, and on it was this um, daily inventory uh, sheet. And uh, after about a year doing the meetings, maybe a year and a half, uh, we had a new person come and he took the sheet and he made a card and it was color coded and then my wife, as a printer, she was able to print these cards and on the front it says daily inventory, uh, when we retire at night we constructively review our day. Were we resentful, selfish, dishonest, or afraid? And that comes from the big book, page uh, uh, 86 on the nightly review. And then it has personality characteristics of self-will. That's what we call the left-hand side. And then on the right, it says personality characteristics of God's will. So we can be either selfish, self-seeking, or interested in others, dishonest, frightened, inconsiderate, prideful, greedy, lustful, angry, envy, sloth, gluttony, impatient, intolerant, resentful, hateful, harmful acts, self-pity, uh, suspicion, doubt, self-importance, and that's the left-hand side. And those are my character defects when I'm living a life run on self-will or when I'm practicing self-will in the moment. And then it says, how do you feel? And under it says, restless, irritable, guilt, shame, or discontent. And then on the right, it says personal characteristics of God's will. Interest in other, honest, courage, considerate, humility, giving and sharing, doing for others, calm, grateful, take action, moderation, patience, tolerance, forgiveness, love and concern for others, self-forgiveness, good deeds, humility, modesty, trust, faith. And it says, how do you feel? Peaceful, serene, loving, and content. <laughs> And this is, uh, we talk about, we want to practice God's character. And our shortcomings are we're, what we're short of. And I'm short of the characteristics of a personality living God's will, trying to practice God's character. And my alcoholism is my personality character defects, the result of living a life run by me. And um, when he put the, when he did the site, uh, the the um, 
man, uh, the, my sponsee, who actually put the site together. It's almost uh, over five years now. Uh, he actually had a job. Uh, his he's uh, was very successful for corporations designing websites. So he called this the spiritual checklist. And then when um, uh, uh, the Scott who put this together, on the back of this, he put the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi, which I think is so, uh, so apropos, and we're going to discuss that prayer. We're going to discuss how I use this inventory uh, spiritual checklist. And um, then Patty was able to uh, color code this and put it on her printer, and I think we've probably given out I don't know, through the years, probably a thousand of these. Uh, who would know? Uh, she just made a hundred last week and uh, people take them and give them out at other meetings. It's been very helpful to me. Um, it's, it's really the whole program in essence on this card, the front and the back. And when I'm living a life run on self-will, I'm uh, managing the world. I'm deciding what I want, deciding what I need, uh, how other people should behave. Um, and the doctor's opinion uh, says that we drink because we're irritable, restless, and discontented. And I'm irritable, restless, and discontented because I don't like the way I'm seeing the world. and I just uh, put out alcoholism, a disease of uh, perception. And my perception of things is not, is not accurate. And I'm seeing things wrong, and I'm seeing things wrong because I'm seeing them through Michael's glasses and not God's glasses. And I need to have the ability to change the way I see things and change the way I react to them or else I'm in danger of drinking. Because I drank to change the way I felt. It changed my emotions. And when I didn't like my emotions, I wanted to escape them. And so I drank and other people drink and use drugs or gamble or sex to do that. And the personality characteristics of God's will is when I'm in the now with God, when I'm conscious contact with God. And when I'm in conscious separation, then I'm on the left-hand side. Now, if I'm disturbed, I know that I'm on the left-hand side because something's happening right in front of me that I don't like. And I, I've gotten, pretty quick at seeing which character defects, but they're always the same. I'm inconsiderate, it triggers fear, I'm selfish, I'm envying, I'm impatient, I'm intolerant, I'm angry. Uh, it's just take your pick. And, and I don't like the way I feel today when I'm disturbed. And so I want to ask God, God, Help me change the way I see it. Help me be the opposite. If I'm angry, help me be loving. If I'm intolerant, help me be tolerant. If I'm considerate, help me be considerate. Inconsiderate is, is usually 
almost always there if you're disturbed with someone because you're not being considerate that this is just the way they are. And if you don't like the way they are, then you have to be tolerant of them because I can't change them. I can only change the way I react to them. And I don't want to make people my higher power. And it doesn't mean you have to excuse them, but you don't want to be disturbed. I don't want to be disturbed by them. They may be very disturbing and they may be doing things that are bad. Now, if they're bad and I can prevent them from harming someone or harming themselves, then I need to speak up. But I need to speak from an attitude of love and tolerance, not irritation and resentment and intolerance. And, you know, step 11 is how we're seeking knowledge of God's will for me and the power to carry that out. And God's will for me is to be with him, is to be practice his his personality. I'm teaching uh, Sunday school this Sunday on John, and I was reviewing uh, chapter 15 where he talks about how we have to practice love. He's talking to the disciples at the Last Supper, and if you're not a Christian, I hope this doesn't offend you. But he said we have to practice love, and if I'm in him and I abide in him, I'll be loving. And so I looked up 1 Corinthians 13, where it talks about love, the characteristics of love. And I'm not going to read the whole thing now. You'll be happy to know. But um, if you read that, it, it really talks about how, how we are, how we're supposed to be, and how AA really, uh, the, the people who wrote the big book and the Oxford group, they they studied 1 Corinthians chapter 13. That was one of the, the things that they studied, Dr. Bob, Bill, when they did their Bible study. They studied the book of James and they started, studied 1 Corinthians 13. And it's no surprise that when it talks on page 84 about how we're supposed to live, it says love and tolerance of others is our code. And so, uh, uh, when you do your fourth and fifth step, you can see how my wrong thinking, my wrong judgment, my wrong belief, my fears, my resentments, my wrong actions caused me to do, to be disturbed and to do disturbing things and caused me to want to escape those emotions and drink. And the, the, what triggers all of those wrong the wrong thinking is being in myself and self-will. I talk about the tree planted in Michael's soil. Well, if the tree's planted in Michael's soil, then, then my character defects come into play. And then these character defects cause me to have wrong judgment and wrong belief and to harm people. And the, the trick in AA is to plant your tree in another soil. Now you can't see you need to replant your tree till you really do your fourth and fifth step. You could talk about self-will and selfishness, and a lot of people do at meetings, they like to talk about that. But you have to see how it worked in your life, how it made your life unmanageable, and how it made you powerless over alcohol. And then when you do that, and you do your fourth step, you can see the character defects that are triggered in your resentments, and then you do your fears, and you see how fear triggers not only all your resentments, 
but all these other um, character uh, defects. Now, how can fear be related to impatience? Well, I'm impatient because I'm Michael the Magnificent, and I shouldn't have to wait in line. And why? Am, what's the fear behind that? Well, the fear is that I'm really not good enough, that, that Michael's no good, and that's why I'm waiting in line. It may, it may not make sense, but think about it. The fear of not being good enough, fear of uh, not getting approval, it triggers all these other character defects. It says fear is the chief activator of all of our character defects. And it's fear when you're living in self. And remember why you have fear. You have fear because self-reliance failed you. That's what it says in the big book. I remember it still, remember reading it. And I read that and I said, wow, that's so true. It's never going to work. I was relying on me. And it says we have to live on a different basis, the basis of trusting and relying on God. Now, when you do your four step and you do, go through that, and you have your character defects, then, <coughs> excuse me, then you're um, supposed to uh, confess these uh, to God, to yourself, another human, the human being, the exact nature of your wrongs. And the exact nature of my wrongs, of my, of my wrong judgment, my resentment, and my wrong belief, fear, and my wrong actions in which I harm people are my character defects. And then step six is where we ask God to make me willing to let go of all of them. All of them. Now, I, I haven't gotten rid of all, let go of all of them, and some I still hang on to, and, uh, but I'd really like to let go of all of them, and why I hold on to some, and they're different ones that I hold on to each day. And then I say, well, I don't want to hold on to that anymore. And why I even hold on for it as short or long a period of time as I do is, is really hard to explain. But now I try to let go of them pretty quickly because I don't want to be disturbed. My goal each day is, uh, is to be undisturbed, to have peace and serenity, and to try to be of the best I can be in spiritual condition so I can serve God and other people. And so then step seven is where we humbly, humbly, because I'm broken, and I know I have no power, and I humbly ask God to remove all these defects of character that are blocking me from Him. And in the big book, it says that they're preventing me from being useful to him and others, but uh, that can be, you can rationalize that. Well, I hung, I hung up on this one because it really wasn't blocking me. Well, you know, we can rationalize anything. Let's face it. None of these character defects have any value at all. They really don't. Now, we're not talking about fear of rattlesnakes or fear of tall buildings, and we're not we're talking about self-centered, self-centered character defects. And so six and seven is really this card. And if you want to change your personality, you're going to have to practice a different way. And Joe and Charlie, the first time I listened to them, they said, we practiced our character defects and we were really good at them. I was really good at judgment. 
fact, I went to an AA meeting today, and I could probably tell you everything that was wrong with what everybody said. I'm just joking, but we do it naturally. It comes to this, well, you know, that's not really true. Or blah, blah. It's nonsense. And I said, God bless them. It was great. I enjoyed it. I'm glad they, I was there. I'm glad they were there. It was, it was a fun meeting, and I, I got a lot out of it once I stopped judging. And so... Um, I, if I want to practice a different way, I have to ask God to change me because I, I don't have the power to change myself. Self-will cannot treat self-will. Uh, a couple people were mentioning today how they're going to therapy and they're trying to get in touch with their inner self and all that. And I guess they hear these things. and I said, that's great, but I don't want to, I don't want to get any smarter. I want to get less smart. I don't want to get smarter because smarter won't change me from practicing my character defects. Only God can do that. And it's the willingness to change. I want to change. I want to be the person God created. I don't want to be the person Michael creates. And so I, you can use this card all the time. I used to have it on the desk at work. And when I was probably getting a little irritable and the day was turning to complete crap, which happens a lot in an oncology practice. There's people with all sorts of emergencies and things going on and doctors calling and ah. Uh. And so if I got, if the nurses could see I was getting a little, little uneasy, which was probably understandable, they'd say, doctor, you have the card covered up. Move, move the chart. Let, you know, move the patient's chart. You got the, because I had it right on my desk. And they, and they'd say, hold the card. And I'd hold the card, it would calm me down. And I would say, well, you know, it is what it is. It'll get done when it gets done. God, what's the next thing that I should do right now? Put me in the now with you. The, the card is very, very, very good tool to use, especially if you're new. You can go on the site and print them out. I think Patty has it under a PDF. Uh, as well on the site under uh, resources and print it out and make a copy and uh, make a small one, carry it with you. Put it in your pocket. And it's it's really good reminder that when I'm disturbed, is something wrong with me? No matter what the reason, there's something wrong with me, I'm on the left-hand side of the card. Now, some people have written me and say, well, that's not always true. And this, We're talking about self-centered disturbances based on self-will. Uh, we're not talking about if somebody breaks into your home and, 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 and robs you that you're not disturbed. We're not talking about that. We're talking about self-will-directed disturbances. How, you, how I ruin my day or I ruin the way I feel because I don't like the way I'm seeing something based upon what I want matters and how I think it should be done and this and that. One of my sponsees just called me this morning and he got in an argument with his wife because he wanted to do something around the house and she didn't want to do it and he wanted to get it done and she was just, you know, she wasn't acting the way he decided it needed to be done and had to be done now because that's what he decided and they had a big argument. I said, well, good job. You ruined that. You ruined that 
that afternoon, and we have to watch for this. And if I want to change, then I have to be willing to let go. My favorite speaker, well, one of my favorites, I have a lot of favorites, Sandy Beach used to say the whole program's in two words, letting go. Am I going to let go of the character defect that's bothering me right now, or am I not? And if I let go, God will replace it. If I say, God, I don't want to be intolerant right now, he'll give me tolerance. If I say, God, I don't want to be impatient right now, he'll give me patience. And it, 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 they make the point, Joe and Charlie, that nothing's in a vacuum. You either have love or hate. You can't have both. You're either intolerant or you're tolerant. You can't have both. And so do I want to be on the right-hand side and do I want to have a peaceful, undisturbed day? doesn't mean I get what I want or people are going to do what I want. That's not important anymore. And so the more we practice six and seven all the time, <coughs> excuse me, somebody said I have to be careful when I cough, not to cough into the microphone, but I can't help it. I live in Kansas. I don't know what the pollen count is, but it's 110 heat index right now. It's July 15th, and it's 100 degrees out. And uh, Anyway, sorry, I don't need to go into that. I can't change that either, can I? So I have to accept that. There you go. So I'm in the air-conditioned house. Um, and so if I want my to change, I have to practice this. And remember, if nothing changes, nothing changes. I can, I can do all the talking and go to all the meetings in the world, but if I don't learn the, how to practice a different way of reacting with God's help and being with Him, then I'm still going to be disturbed and still be irritable, restless, and discontent. You can do all the four steps in the world. You can do them in different languages. It won't help you if you don't learn how to do six and seven all the time. Now, really, I did, if you go to the site Experience the Big Book and you just, under uh, podcasts, if you put in, and there's a search thing, just put in Drop the Rock. I don't know if uh, people out there know about it. I've done several talks. I've covered the book. It's on, it was written in like 1990. It's how we, how we practiced six and seven. And it's excellent. It's excellent. And uh, in fact, I had a drop the rock meeting on Sunday night years ago before the regular meeting. No, after the regular meeting. And we had about 10 or 15 people uh, read the book together. It took us, uh, you know, a couple months, but it was, it was great. And I've, I've gotten a lot out of it. It says, You're not, God's not going to relieve you of your character defects if I continue to practice them. Hello? I read that. I said, wow, what does that mean? It means that if I'm going to continue to be uh, intolerant, I'm not going to practice tolerance. And so I have to be willing to change. And so recovery to me today, or being recovered, is about how I can practice these spiritual principles, especially six and seven, so I can be peaceful and serene and loving and content. And so I don't have to have a bad day anymore. It's not good or bad. I just, you know, each moment. And remember it says, if I follow the dictates of my higher power, which is God, 
I live in a new and wonderful world no matter the circumstances. So let's say the circumstances are bad. If I practice God's character, I'll be okay. And remember, uh, I heard the speakers say, the only thing lacking in every situation is the love I don't bring into it. And you could talk about love, tolerance, and patience. And he's using the term love like it's in 1 Corinthians 13. And these, these characteristics here on the right-hand side are really described in that uh, in scripture. And so uh, I really, uh, I, I wouldn't wait to do this at night. I would do this all day. Now, where does it tell you to do it all day? It says on page 84, we've entered the world of the spirit, which is the world where God's in charge and he's running the world and I'm playing the role he assigns and, and uh, doing his work well, trying to do it well, uh, where I'm trying to follow his will for me and carry it out, knowledge of it. And so it says you, uh, we want to go in understanding and effectiveness of the world of the spirit. So we want to we understand how to live in the spirit and be effective at it. And the one way you do it, it says you watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear when these crop up, not if they're gonna happen, it's gonna happen, we're alcoholics. We can't help it. And it, But he says, yes, God, it wants to remove them. So I wanna watch all day long for when I'm getting on the left-hand side. How do I know when I'm on the left-hand side? I don't feel good. It's not complicated. This is not, not some deep uh, uh, theory of uh, relativity. It's just, I'm disturbed, I'm on the left-hand side change it and then let's say let's say i'm angry well i have the prayers whoever's making me angry i have to their self uh, they have a they're self-centered just like me and so i have to ask for love patience and tolerance kindness considerate compassion how can i be helpful god save you from being angry at them give me a kind and tolerant view of them if i have fear god remove my fear direct my attention to how i should be be loving, tolerant, patient, kind, considerate, compassionate. It's, it's really not that complicated. And once you start doing it and you practice this, you'll see you'll feel better. And then you'll want to do it. And you'll want to continue to practice it. And so I hope that was helpful. Uh, now I want to talk about the back of the card, which is the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Now, this prayer is actually, nobody knows if St. Francis of Assisi wrote it. It was found in a basement of a church, I believe, in Paris, France, around early in the 1900s. And then it became adopted by the Catholic Church, and they called it the Prayer of St. Francis of Assisi, because it, it kind of, it kind of uh, consolidates into this prayer, everything that he stood for. And you know, in AA, we, it's how we be that determines what we do. And so if I be the character of God and practice his characteristics, I will be doing the things of God. If I practice Michael's characteristics of self-centeredness on the left-hand side, I'll have the results of that. And the results are much better 
when I'm practicing God's character. So I have to be the characteristics of God to practice them. And that's why I talk about love, patience, kindness, tolerance, considerate compassion. You, you can have any kind of uh, words you want to put to it on how I have to be, and if I be that way, I'll do that way. And so the St. Francis prayer really ties in the AA, and the reason it was so popular is because it tells us how we're going to be. And if we be this way, then we're going to act a certain way. And remember, we want to react and fit spiritual condition. That's what it says on page 85. If we do that, we're not in conflict with everybody and everything and everyone. And if we react and fit spiritual condition, then our emotions won't uh, be out of control and we'll be in a position of neutrality, safe and protected from alcohol. And if you're on the left side, of this card, if you're the personal characteristics of self-will, you're at risk of drinking. Now, if you've been sober 10 years, you're not going to drink just because you're a selfish one day. But if you continue to live that way, live, live um, separate from God, living on self-will at a certain time, you won't be able to bring into consciousness the humiliation and defeat of even a moment ago. And you'll drink again. And I, I think that's been proven uh, in AA. And so the St. Francis prayer says, Lord, make me a channel of thy peace, a channel of God's peace, not Michael's peace, and a channel. Now, what are they talking about? I am going to let God flow out of me, and I'm going to be a channel through which God's peace can flow. And we, we talk about that a lot. It's in the big book all the time about how we want to allow God to direct us. God's uh, character, God's way, God's characteristics. So it says, when there is hatred, I have to bring love. I don't want to bring more hatred. And I don't want to practice hatred. So I want to bring certain things in every situation. So if there's a situation where there's hatred, I want to bring love. If there's a situation that there's wrong, if somebody's hateful to me, I want to bring love. If somebody's treating me wrong, I want to bring a spirit of forgiveness. And it's so important for us to be able to forgive others. It doesn't mean we have to excuse what they're doing, but we want to be forgiving. Where there's discord, I want to bring harmony. And I want to be harmony. I want to be love. I want to be a spirit of forgiveness. Where there is error, I may bring truth. God's truth. Not Michael's truth, but God's truth. Where there is doubt, I want to bring faith. Faith in God. Faith in God's will. Faith in God's power. Where there is despair, I want to bring hope. What is the hope? That if I'm with God, I can handle calamity with serenity. Where there's shadows, where there's darkness, I will bring light. That's a constant theme of the New Testament. We don't want to walk in the dark. We want to walk in the light. When we're in the darkness, we're serving the flesh. When we're in the light, we have the power of the Spirit. It doesn't mean that we don't still sin and don't still have our character defects. But we have a power in the light that can keep us from practicing that and limit ourselves 
and our separation from God. Where there is sadness, I may bring joy, the joy of the Lord. And it says, Lord grant, God grant, that I may seek. So we talk about God can and will if we seek him. And I want him to grant me that this is what I want to seek. Rather to comfort than to be comforted. It's not about me anymore. I don't want to be comforted. I want to comfort them. To understand than to be understood. I always want to be understood and comforted. But I need to bring comfort and seek rather to comfort. This is the actions I want to take. It talks about what I want to bring and then what, what's seeking for me to do, to comfort, to understand and to be understood, to love than to be loved. I always wanted to be loved, but no, I can't control what other people do. I want to seek rather to love them. And maybe if you love them in your, the way you act to them, they may love you back. We just finished Two Wives. We're going to start the family afterwards on Wednesday night. And they talk about what you bring into the situation is what you get. And we don't want to bring our personal characteristics of self-will. We want to bring the personality characteristics of God's will. And then this is the, the final uh, three sentences. It's just so powerful. For it is by self-forgetting that one finds. If I self-forget, what do I find? I find God. I find the power of God. I find peace, serenity. I find a way to live beyond anything I could have imagined. And then it's by forgiving that one is forgiven. And I, I've heard, oh, I'm never going to forgive him. Well, don't. Who's, who's suffering? Me. Remember, you, we say the Lord's Prayer at most AA meetings. He'll forgive us if we forgive them. If I'm not forgiving someone and I'm still holding resentment, they have power over me and God can't work in my life. And then people want to forgive themselves. Well, good. Forgive others. And then just by doing that, you'll have God working in your life and you'll be able to forgive yourself. The way I, I forgive myself is I have the wrong director, me. And I, I, when I run the world, I didn't know any better before I came here, but now I know better. So now it says, at night, it says we ask God's forgiveness and what corrective measures should be taken. And so I ask God to forgive me. And if I don't want to forgive myself, then that's a form of self-centeredness. Because I'm doing the best I can and I'm going to make mistakes. And it says we don't want to get into morbid reflection because that would diminish my usefulness to others. And then it said it's by dying that one awakens to eternal life, dying to self. And your eternal life starts right now. If you're a Christian and you read the scripture, your eternal life starts right when you have belief and faith in Christ. It doesn't, you don't have to wait to die to get the benefits of it because you get the Holy Spirit. And we talk about the world of the Spirit. So when I die to self, I awaken to God and I can live with God in the now. And then it says, Amen. So I, I uh, wanted to do a, a session on this. I don't think I've done one 
on the card uh, before at the meetings. And I hope this is helpful. If you have any comments, send it to mherwitz50 at gmail.com. If there's some topic you'd like me to talk about, uh, send me an email. Everybody have a blessed day. Thank you.